for a large selection of books on a variety of apologetics themes, be sure to visit the Utah Christian Research Center, located at 579 West Galena Park Place in the city of Draper. The Utah Christian Research Center is open Wednesday through Saturday at 10 a.m. Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, we hope you enjoy this repeat broadcast. Should a Mormon who has a full freezer engage in the sport of hunting? Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry, and with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. We continue looking at books that were given away by the First Presidency between the years 1981 and 2017 as Christmas gifts to various employees in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, as well as other various general authorities. Last week, we were looking at the book Gospel Doctrine that was given away at Christmas of 1990. It's a book that contained the sermons and writings of President Joseph F. Smith, who was the sixth president of the LDS Church. Eric, how can people find a lot of the quotes that we're talking about here? And we have read most of the books that we're talking about in this series. All a person has to do is go to mrm.org and in the search engine type in Christmas gift. That first article that comes up contains links to all of the books in the Christmas series that you just mentioned, along with compiled quotes that we use, as well as additional quotes from the different books that we're not able to use. So if you hear a quote you like, those quotes can be found by going to our website, mrm.org. Today we're going to be talking about 1990 Gospel Doctrine and 1991 Teachings of the Prophet Joseph Smith. And we're going to start by looking at page 266, because this is very pertinent to the question that I raised at the beginning of this show. What does Joseph F. Smith have to say on page 266 regarding the topic of hunting? He writes, I do not believe any man should kill animals or birds unless he needs them for food. And then he should not kill innocent little birds that are not intended for food for man. I think it is wicked for men to thirst in their souls to kill almost everything which possesses animal life. It is wrong, and I have been surprised at prominent men whom I have seen whose very souls seem to be a thirst for the shedding of animal blood. They go off hunting deer, antelope, elk, anything they can find. And what for? Just for the fun of it. Not that they are hungry and need the flesh of their prey, but just because they love to shoot and to destroy life. Now, he finishes that paragraph with an interesting statement, though. He says, I am a firm believer with reference to these things in the simple words of one of the poets. And in this book, he does not give the name of the poet, but here is the little poem that he includes. Take not away the life you cannot give, for all things have an equal right to live. And this was originally found in the Juvenile Instructor, April 1913, volume 48, pages 308 to 309. Now let's talk about this, because he mentions specifically, those who go off hunting deer, antelope, elk, anything they can find, and what for. Now, living in a Utah culture, hunting is a big deal. I mean, we have huge stores here in the state of Utah. We have stores that specifically deal in hunting. So 
I would think that probably a lot of Latter-day Saints reading this might be a little bit confused, but yet he is making it sound as if that this type of hunting should only be done for the food for man, and if you are in need of this kind of food. That's why I asked the question that I did at the beginning of the show. If you have a full freezer of meat, or at least a a good supply of food in your freezer, should a Latter-day Saint be out hunting? The reason why I say this can be confusing is because when you start looking up some of the controversy regarding the topic of hunting, and I admit it it is controversial among a lot of people. I'm not personally a hunter, though I used to years and years ago. But here's the problem I see. When you look at LDS scripture, for instance, the Doctrine and Covenants, section 4919, it says very clearly in here, For behold, the beast of the field and the fowls of the air and that which cometh of the earth is ordained for the use of man for food and for raiment and that he might have in abundance. He might have this in abundance. So it sounds like if you want to go out and hunt, that seems to be okay. Now, the reason why I bring up section 4619 is because this seems to conflict with section 89, verse 12, which is in the middle of what is known as the Word of Wisdom. The Word of Wisdom says that the use of meat should be only used sparingly. So here we have in abundance, in section 89 it says sparingly. So what is a person supposed to do? Especially when you look at verse 18 of section 49, Eric, and you and I have been going over this verse a number of times. We haven't a clue what this verse means. Let me read it to you, folks. Maybe you can understand it. Eric and I have been going over this. Eric is an English major. He doesn't understand what it's saying. I don't understand what it's saying. I looked it up in a Doctrine and Covenants commentary, and it doesn't really explain it very well at all. But here's what it says in verse 18. And whoso forbiddeth to abstain from meats, that man should not eat the same, is not ordained of God. Folks, what does that mean? What does that mean? Whoso forbiddeth to abstain from meats, that man should not eat the same, is not ordained of God. Okay, so if you want to forbid people from eating meat, then you shouldn't eat meat. So I'm wondering, well, what does it mean is not ordained of God? Is forbidding to eat meat not ordained of God? But I look up in the Doctrine and Covenants commentary that I have here, and I look up that verse 18, and here's what it says about verse 18. And whoso forbiddeth to abstain from meats, that man should not eat the same, is not ordained of God. All it does is repeat the verse by taking a few portions of it out, but it doesn't clarify anything. But there is a controversy among even some Latter-day Saints who feel that they shouldn't be hunting. Well, that raises the question, why not? Just because it's a wild animal, it shouldn't be eaten, but it could be a domesticated animal and that's okay? Where do you draw the line on this? I don't think the LDS Church is very clear on this, If you look at Answers to Gospel Questions, that's a book that was written by Joseph Fielding Smith. He cites his father, Joseph F. Smith, on page 45 through 47. He cites this very passage that we just read from Gospel Doctrine on page 266, where he says, I do not believe any man should kill animals or birds unless he needs them for food, and then he should not kill innocent little birds that are not intended for food for man. 
So what is a Mormon to do with this? How is he supposed to interpret what his church wants for him? What are the hunting guidelines for a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? Bill, I was looking at an article on the internet, and it goes back to the Deseret News, October 7, 2000, and it's called Churches Speak Out on Hunting. And so they were asking the question, to hunt or not to hunt? That question is pondered each fall by many Utahns in the weeks preceding the annual deer hunting season. The state's largest hunting event, and many look to their churches for guidance. And so it talks about some of the quotes we're talking about today. It mentions a talk by 12th President Spencer W. Kimball in the October 1978 General Conference, and uh, he had said this, the decision to hunt and fish under appropriate regulations is left to the discretion of the individual. However, many clear guidelines have been supplied to assist those who may be involved in such activities. These guidelines are designed to stop the unnecessary and wasteful slaughter of animals and birds, not to define public policy on predator control and game management. And in this article, again, it goes back to 2000. It says right after that, an unofficial website on LDS Church Beliefs, and it lists the website www.mormons.org slash daily slash hunting dot htm lists many of the hunting guidelines from leaders. Well, I went to that website, and it just takes you to comeontochrist.org, which is an LDS official site, and it gives you nothing as far as the guidelines. And so I typed in the word hunting, not only into that website, but also into the churchofjesuschrist.org, and there are no guidelines that are given for the 21st century Latter-day Saint who's trying to figure this out. Now, remember, Bill... This book that you're reading from is 1990. It was given as a Christmas gift for people who would want to read this book by Joseph F. Smith, Gospel Doctrine. And when they read this, it can be really confusing as to, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? What are the regulations for today? We did some looking in other places. We can't find anything that the church is now saying, here's what you need to do. Well, let's switch gears now. We've looked at Gospel Doctrine on this subject, a book that was given as a Christmas gift in 1990, containing writings of the sixth president of the church, Joseph F. Smith. On that same topic, though, we're going to switch now to another book that was given as a Christmas gift the next year, and that is Teachings of the Prophet Joseph Smith. And he has a section in which it says, Kindness to Animals Required of Man. And this can be found on page 71 of Teachings of the Prophet Joseph Smith. It says, the following incidents occurred while Zion's camp was on the march from Kirtland to Missouri. Before you go on, let me just explain to our listeners, Zion's camp was a failed expedition. It originated as a revelation to Joseph Smith, put together in 1834 to regain land that was taken from LDS settlers by non-Mormons a year prior, or in 1833, I should say. It continues, in pitching my tent, we found three prairie rattlesnakes, which the brethren were about to kill, but I said, let them alone. Don't hurt them. How will the serpent ever lose its venom while the servants of God possess the same disposition and continue to make war upon it? Men must become harmless before the brute creation, and when men lose their vicious dispositions and cease to destroy the animal race, the lion and the lamb can dwell together, and the sucking child can play with the serpents in safety. The brethren took the serpents carefully on sticks and carried them across the creek. I exhorted the brethren not to kill a serpent, bird, or an animal of any kind during our journey unless it became necessary in order to preserve ourselves from hunger. 
Now, I don't think any of us would have a problem with the wanton slaughter of animals for no apparent reason. I know we look back to the 19th century and the slaughter of the, uh, of the buffalo. I mean, stacks and stacks of bones, we see pictures of this. And certainly that is something that I think most of us would find appalling. But this goes a little bit too far in my estimation, Eric. He finds this prairie rattlesnake, and he doesn't want anybody to kill the snake. They found three of these prairie rattlesnakes. So the brethren take these serpents carefully on sticks and carry them across the creek. Now, that might put me at ease when I'm sleeping that night to know that they're on the other side of the creek. But really, is this going a little bit too far? I mean, you can eat rattlesnake. I've eaten rattlesnake before. It's not bad. But to go so far as to say that an animal that if it bit you could kill you, even in that case, we shouldn't allow that animal to live. I don't know if I would agree with Joseph Smith on that at all. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism. All of us at Mormonism Research Ministry want to wish you and yours a joyous Christmas season as we remember the miraculous birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, who came into this world to save his people from their sins. If Viewpoint on Mormonism has been a blessing to you, would you consider a generous year-end gift to help further the efforts of Mormonism Research Ministry? Please know that your tax-deductible gift to MRM is very much appreciated, and we humbly thank you for your kind support.